I'm Kara, and welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. I believe that all of us possess unique gifts and talents that allow us to serve the world and our own growth in the highest possible way. Our lives are an expression of our thoughts, beliefs, and actions. And here, we will explore businesses, thought leaders, and topics designed to inspire, helping propel your own growth so you can live your best and most purposeful life. Welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. Welcome. Today's episode is about being divinely led in business with Grace Jemphy. This is a really special episode where I interview a client of mine who has just created a beautiful new business that is absolutely flourishing. And the conversation was guided in a few different directions. So we talk about her awesome new business and what she's hoping to create with it and the vision she sees. And then the other part is where she talks about her own spiritual journey, her practices for receiving divine guidance and inspiration, and also some fabulous advice on how you can more fully open to your highest calling in the world or create further growth in your own business so that you're led from a divine and abundant place. So I hope you enjoy and that wherever you are in your journey, you're able to receive insights and wisdom that allow you to move forward. Here we go. Welcome. Today, I am so excited to be talking with Grace Jemphy. She is the CEO and founder of Aravista Planner and recently featured in Vanity Fair UK. And I guess I can say, I knew you when, Grace, right? <laughs> so Grace and I, she actually is a former client. And when we first met, you were teaching and doing event planning. And I've loved really just following and watching your journey as you have embraced your talents and grown and followed your passion. And so I think that in many ways, Soul Inspiring Business was really created for people like you, for people that are really fully aligned in what they're meant to be doing in the world. Mm -hmm. And I think that when we have someone like you as an example of somebody that's really followed that inspired guidance and followed your passion and it really does give permission for other people to do the same. So anyway, that's a long way of saying that I am so excited for you to be here, Grace. Thank you, Kara. And I'm so excited to see your growth as well. I've, I've watched you and I just love the fact that we're connected. And I was so excited when you came to me with the podcast and the idea. I mean, this is literally right up my alley. So <laughs> I am ready. Yay. Well, so exciting. So I guess the first question I have for you really is, walk us through the journey. Because like I said, I mean, when you had been doing teaching and event planning, I mean, what, how did you, and how were you led down this way, <laughs> down this path? Right. It's so funny when you're in the moment and you're living out an experience, you don't necessarily see how it's all interconnected until much later on. And that I feel like is what has happened with me because I, I'll start from the beginning. When I graduated from college, I went to school for journalism and I just knew, not that it's not 
possible still. Mm-hmm. But I just knew that I was going to be the next Diane uh, Walters and, uh, no, I'm sorry, Diane Sawyer, <laughs> Barbara Walters. And I was just super excited about television and, and journalism. And then when I actually started doing internships, I realized I did not like it at all. I didn't like the news. I mm. love production. I love like the the immediacy of it. I love leading up to it, but the news just, I was not here for it. So I said, you know what? That's not the way to go. Mm-hmm. So I started my television show. I started that when I was in college and my best friend and I, we did that for five years. And while I was doing that simultaneously, I was teaching because my father <laughs> said to me, well, sis, you got to get a job. <laughs> okay. You can't just <laughs> get around here. You've got to go find something to do. And your grandmother was a teacher. I was a teacher at one point. I think you'd be really great at it. And I was very reluctant, but I was literally hired immediately and I loved working with the kids. So I did that for some time. And while I was, uh, while I was teaching, I went to grad school for event and meeting management because I was planning a friend's wedding and I loved that process. So like Mm -hmm. planning elements were, were, um, like rearing their head, so to speak, but I didn't see the connection at all. And then I had done, I went to grad school, did that, was running the event planning company while teaching and Three years ago, my cousin had, she had come to my apartment, my, uh, my condo, which Kara found for me. <laughs> and um, she had pulled out her planner and she was talking about this planner that she had gotten because she's part of a sorority in California and blah, blah, blah. And when I looked at the planner, Kara, I kid you not, like I had not seen it before. I didn't know who created it. I looked at it and I literally could see what the creator looked like. Like I knew she had a brown bob. I knew she had 2.5 kids. I knew she lived down South. I knew she, I I could see her. Like I could literally see her and I Googled her and she was exactly what she said, what I said she was. And then I realized there was nothing like that for me. You know, like there was nothing on the market that represented me the way that I saw myself. And I said, you know what? No that's not okay. I'm going to create it. And, and that's what happened. And I have been a huge planner user since I was in the fifth grade. Like I, what, listen, by August, I have my planner for the forthcoming year. And so <laughs> I've always been like that. Like I love to pick out the, the beautiful colors and to get my matching pens. And it all just began to come together when I realized that this is what I needed to do. And for me, when you, and Karen, I know you're going to get yours. When you see it, it's not just yeah. a planner. It's not about the dates. It's not about the, the spreads. It's more, I call it a lifestyle architect. It's about character development. The whole mission behind the planner is to help women find, engage, and share their purpose. Because my, what guides me is my faith. And it was really important, I think, that people are really aligned with understanding why you're here because it makes your decision-making so easy. It it makes the way you move about life so much easier because there are certain things you will do and won't do because they're not aligned to what you're here for. And that's what the the lifestyle architect is all about. Wow. I am like getting goosebumps <laughs> and hearing you talk because I just think that's, I love what you said a little earlier too, that you said everything that you do, you don't necessarily see how it all comes together, but the journey along the way, the the pieces that from the journalism to teaching, like they've all kind of led to this place and kind of led you to this journey that you're here right now. So I love that. And I love, I mean, how did you, when you're putting together the planner, I mean, how did you get the inspiration? What was kind of your divine guidance, so to speak? Like, how did you receive so, that? So 
people always think I just boom, here I am 2019. And here we are with this 2020 planner. It took three years. It was a three-year process. And when I started, I mean, it had many iterations. What you see now is not what it started as. It initially was going to be a subscription box, but that it didn't, like, it just wasn't flowing. Like all the different things I was trying to figure out, it just didn't gel. So mm-hmm. I finally, and I'm a Christian. So I, I was praying about it. I'm like, God, you know, like help, like, what am I supposed to do? I know I'm supposed to be doing this. Like I felt it. Sometimes it's, it's indescribable. It's really like a, a conviction that you get that you're on the right path. And I'm like, you know what? I know I'm supposed to be doing this, but I'm not really sure like how I want it to be like built out. Mm-hmm. So initially when I went to my designers, everything was done. Like when I, I finally was able to secure the, the fabric that I wanted to use the print and all of that, I knew I wanted, as I said, for it to be different by having a lot of character development elements, but I was procrastinating Kara on like getting it done. So everything was done except for my portion, like the written portion. So finally my graphic designer was like, she said, Grace, like this has to get done by like, oh, I don't know, whatever it was, September 1st. So I'm like, okay. So mm-hmm. I took, like I had I fasted and I prayed about it for three days. And the last day of my fast was on Friday. So when my fast was over, I said, you know what, Grace, it's enough procrastination. You got to get it done. So I opened my computer and I put on the Miseducation of Lauren Hill album. And Kara, I'm telling you, like, I can't even, I always say this every single time. It literally poured out of me. Like it within that's what, how long is the CD? An hour and a half, two hours, Mm -hmm. everything. It was done. And if you ask me now, how? It happened. I couldn't tell you. Like it literally just, I just got to the computer, started typing and boom, it was there. So sometimes when I go back and look at the text of the planner, I'm like, oh girl, who did this? This is nice. You know what I mean? And, and <laughs> right. it, literally, it, it literally was God. Like there's nothing else I can say about it. Like that, that's it. Like I did my legwork. I did my research and I sat down and it just, he just gave me the words period. And the, the, the thing that is so I mean, just so mind-blowing about it is the theme was self-care. I initially wanted to release the planner in 2019. So I would have gone to production in 2018, but it just wasn't right. Things were just not lining up. And I, I was so frustrated because I'm the kind of person when I get an idea, boom, I want it done. I want it out now. Patience mm-hmm. is something I've had to grow into over the past few years to be very sure. transparent. <laughs> and so I just couldn't figure out why it wasn't like, oh, 2019 is the perfect year, blah, 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 blah. And it didn't, it just didn't pan out. So I said, you know what? all right, guys, like, obviously this is not the time. Let's just move it to next, to 2020. Mm-hmm. And Kara, could this not have been the best year for this planner to come out? It's about self-care. And who right. knew we were going to be in a pandemic? Who knew the world was going to shut down? And who knew that people were going to need to spend time to be reflective and need outlets to journal and, and time to really focus inwardly as opposed to being busy outwardly? I couldn't have planned this better myself. I always say it was nothing but God. And the messages and DMs I get from people about like, oh my gosh, this month's theme was perfect. I literally got one this morning and I read it. This month's mm. theme worked really well. We're all, and it's, it's a myriad of people all going through the same thing. That's not me at right. all. It can't be me. That is nothing but God. And themes for the next five years of the planner have already been selected. And even next, like the 2021 planner is about is, is inspiration. Who mm. knew that we would need that coming off of this year? So when I say this is not me, this is nothing but his, it's his, I always tell him, God, it's your business. Do with it what you will. And he does. And he has. And I just try to make sure I'm listening. I try to make sure that I'm staying in tune, that I'm doing what I need to do to get the proper messaging to move forward the way that he wants me to. So. Yeah. That's so powerful because I do think that 
we're given guidance all the time. It's just that sometimes we don't necessarily take the time to listen. So interesting that you kind of, and I do this too, sometimes I'll have, I'll procrastinate, I'll procrastinate. Even with this own podcast, I feel like I've, there was like an element of fear in it too, because I was like, oh, like I've got everything ready, but then there was another delay. And some of it was on me because there's just kind of this, you have this guidance or you're inspired to bring something to the world, but then there's like a little bit of fear or resistance unconsciously or consciously mm-hmm. between in how does that happen or are people going to receive it okay so interesting that you went on this kind of 3 day okay i'm going to focus on this and at the end of that third day is when everything just kind of dropped in and allowed it to kind of come through so i think that's so powerful and another thing you said too was about patience knowing that you can that it's going to flow and happen in the right timing. You follow the guidance and then you have to let it go a little bit and trust that there is a bigger plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, exactly. I love that. So tell me a little bit. So what does that practice look like for you of, of listening or tuning in, you mentioned, to this inner guidance? So for me, it's a daily thing. I really want to be more intentional, uh, or I'm trying to be, you know, trying to grow in the practice of like waking up, setting your intentions, being prayerful and, uh, and moving forward throughout the day, because it does help your day flow just so much better. But for me, sometimes, you know, sometimes you're getting up and you're running. And honestly, I have the same start to my prayer every morning. Like I wake up and I'm like, God, I want you to lead and guide my footsteps. What are my steps is what I like to say. And I mm. ask for the spirit to, to lead me as to what I should do, what I shouldn't do, where you don't want me to go block me, whether it's a, a traffic delay <laughs> or I mm-hmm. just couldn't get there where you want me to go open the way, what you want me to say, let me say what you don't block me from saying. And sometimes it's as simple as before we even got on the call and it doesn't need to be a long ritual, but it's in my, it's a mental thing. I'm like, all right, God, I'm about to do this. Lead and guide me to, to reach who you want me to reach and to, and speak through me so that the message that you have for someone, it could be you, it could be a million other people. It could be even sometimes myself, that that will come across. And I think sometimes, I think we often think that it needs to be like, I was in a room for 16 days and I didn't eat. And like, mm-hmm. and then God spoke to me. But when you invite him in the little things, the big things become easier to maneuver because you know how he speaks with you. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's really about setting that intention first thing in the morning, being the first person I talk to in terms of how I move throughout my day. And I also, for me, I read my, my Bible every evening before I go to sleep, just, and I'll, and I'll decipher it, break it apart. What lesson is this teaching me? Like you can look at these individuals, these characters and look at where they went wrong or where they moved well. And mm-hmm. that's what I want my life to emulate. So I don't need to make certain mistakes or go certain directions. I can look at and do a character study, right? Like that's what it right. is. Like, what went well and what didn't, and don't emulate what did not go well. So for me, that's sure. what it is. And then being around people who speak and speak life into you and are really reinforcing those things. That's, that's my practice. I don't mean, yeah, I may go to church on Sundays as well, but right now with the pandemic, a lot of it is virtual or, you know, you catch a sermon online. Sure. So those kinds of things are, are the way that my practice stays alive, especially. Mm-hmm. During and do you think, you know, when you say in the morning, do you have like five minutes, 10 minutes? Is it just kind of like, as you're preparing your coffee? Like sometimes I think people have to, if they haven't put together some type of practice like that in the past, it's like, how do they start or what does that look like? So is it intentional, like writing in your journal in the morning or in your planner, or is it more just kind of as you move about your morning? For me, it's before I get out of the bed. 
Mm, so before okay. my feet, even I, I remember, I can't remember who, who said it. It was a friend of mine many years ago. He said, we spend so much time. This is five, maybe five years ago. Spend so much time. The first thing you do when you wake up is you grab your cell phone or you do whatever. He goes, don't let your feet touch the ground without you talking to God first. Mm. <laughs> and I loved that. I was like, oh yeah, that's yeah. You know, you know, you get up in the morning, yes. but now like I literally won't even like put my foot to the ground if I have not spoken to him first. So that's, that's how it is for me. Mm, and then I love evening, that. yeah, I, I, I really, that, I don't know. I just love that perspective. It just changed everything. So I don't touch my cell phone. I don't do any of that until I've, I've conversed with him. And then in the evenings, I want to say mostly on Tuesday is my, uh, my no TV Tuesday. So I journal and I read mostly on Tuesdays, but I want to say before, after I read my Bible, maybe like five, 10 minutes afterward, I'll journal sometimes in my planner and sometimes um, in my devotion book, and then I hit the hay. <laughs> so mm. that's how my day goes. <laughs> wow, that is that is so great. And I do think, you know, there is power. Mornings and evenings, I think, tend to be the time when we can find that more quiet reflection. But I love how you said too, before you hit your look at your cell phone, because you know, that is sometimes we give our attention away to other people mm-hmm. at the beginning of the day. And if you can take just a few minutes or or a half hour or whatever it is in the morning without those distractions and before giving away your time to someone else and give that to yourself and to God or to source or whatever someone wants to, to call that, you know, higher being. So that's really beautiful. So, and how, I guess, talk to us a little bit about the planner itself too, because you said it's, it's about character development. So how did, what kind of journey do you take people on in this self-care theme this year? Sure. So The planner starts out initially with a free writing section and the free write is there because I wanted every single person who who purchased the planner to have a vision statement for themselves. When you look at Nike, they have a vision statement. Target, they have a vision statement. Any corporation, any organization, they have one because that dictates how they leverage their relationships, how they spend their money, all of those things, because it all goes back to what the vision is. And that's what we need for our life. You can't be purpose-driven if you don't have a vision. It's not possible. And Mm -hmm. so I wanted wanted everyone to realize that they have to to create a vision so they're able to move appropriately and and make wise decisions and plan toward that. So when you open the planner, there's an intro about why I've created it and what is beneficial, why it's beneficial to you. And Mm -hmm. then you go through the free write. It might take you a day. It might take you a week to actually get it all out. It's really essentially vision boarding, but you're writing. So Mm -hmm. once you do that, you then write your vision statement, you craft that for yourself, and then you break apart what your overall goals are. And I've categorized them for the users into their mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and their financial goals. So within that roadmap, once you've set your goal for the year, every single month, it opens with a page. I call it the landing page. It has a character trait that you focus on. It has a message from me to to the reader, and then it has a self-care mission. So with that character trait, that's what you focus on, whether you meditate, you pray, whatever it is, that's the thing that you want to focus on building within yourself for that month. Mm -hmm. The self-care mission is just something oftentimes as women, just as people in general, we're always running around. Mm -hmm. Pre-corona, we were always into something. And you don't realize that you haven't made any time for yourself and that self. And that happens a lot, especially for women. Boyfriends, husbands, kids, like someone's always pulling at you for something. And sometimes you just need a day. And so I wanted to incorporate that so women could really like set a date and just make some time just for themselves. So it's a small thing. They're not expensive. Sometimes they're free. It could be like going for a walk in the park alone or spending an hour without your cell phone, things like that. 
that's what the missions are. And those are, are once a month. So once you've created your roadmap for your, your annual goal, you mm-hmm. then every, after you have your character trait development, all that jazz, you also have your monthly goals. So what you're essentially doing is taking the larger goals that you set for the year and you're just deconstructing them into smaller pieces every single month. So by the end of the year, you've knocked it out. Mm-hmm. And um, at the end of every month, you also have reflection space so you can assess, okay, what went really well with this month? What did I excel at? What didn't go so well? Before you reset and then go to your next month's landing page, have a new character trait, and then have a new space for you to set your um, your goals as well. So that's a, that's the component of it as well. And oh, well, the goal setting component. And it was really important for me. I think financial literacy, especially among women, is is extremely important. And understanding the power of our dollar, women-owned businesses and, and things of that nature are also super, super important. It's coming to the forefront now. And I think that's wonderful. So I wanted to build a savings plan in the planner as well. And it's not a lot for 2020, it's $1,050, but there are small increments over the course of the year. And that money is strictly for the women to reinvest in themselves in some way. So at the end of the year, you might want to go on a two-day quick vacay, or maybe you want to take a class and you had not set the money aside. This is for you to do that. So it's just another way to get us holistically kind of get more together. So that's what, uh, that's kind of what the planner entails. There's some other treats uh, and goodies in there as well, but that is what the planner kind of, the, the nutshell of it. It's a journey. Oh, we also have uh, virtual planning parties monthly. So oh, you're not alone cool. in it. Yeah. Because sometimes people are like, I don't know what to do. I've never had a planner. I don't know how to plan. And this is a good way for you to have accountability. We check in with each other. We just make sure everyone is, is kind of making headway. And just sometimes, sometimes you get down. Sometimes you get off track. And sometimes you need someone to say, hey, sis, get it together. Right. And that's what, that's what we're there for. And so it's been a really beautiful community of women who come together every month. So I'm, I'm super, I'm super excited that I chose to incorporate that. And moving forward, I actually want to, well, I'm going to, I've already started the process, incorporate um, vision setting sessions as well, because that I got so many emails and calls about it. I don't know how to make a vision statement. Can you help me? And this is a great way for people who purchase the planner early to be able to knock that out. So by the time January 1st hits, you've already got it and you're ready to go. So that way you have an added an added resource to help you set your vision for yourself for the year. So I'm absolutely that. that. And I think that's so important. It's so funny. Just yesterday, I recorded a show that was about manifesting your goals. And a lot of it was just about setting the vision and taking time to write down what you want in your life. Because as busy entrepreneurs or as women, you mentioned, torn in so many different directions, we kind of move about our day and even in our business, like we move about from just appointment to appointment or client to client, and we get busy in the details of the business or our lives versus looking at the overarching, like, what is it that we're moving forward with? Like, why are we doing all of this? Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the most important things, and one of the things that we don't do or we put off is that planning time for ourselves and looking at what do we want in our life? Like what direction? Because whether we're conscious or unconscious, we are creating our lives every day. So how much more powerful if we can consciously co-create what we want and co-create with God, with source, with that aligning with our higher spirit and how we can do our highest good in the world. And I think that everything you just said about the way that the planner kind of walks you through that is so aligned with what I was just talking about. So I'm going to have to link that and we'll certainly have a link to the new planner for 2021 in the show notes so that people can 
hop on the journey, especially now, which is really kind of the one of the best times to start planning for what we want into next year is I right agree. now. 100%, you're right. <laughs> Not later, but now. <laughs> right. But now, right. Mm-hmm. And making that time. And for me, I like to spend, well, my, when I can do it, I kind of set time aside as a little reward for myself. And I go to the spa. And one of the things that I love to do is go into like a relaxation room or even just to like a park afterwards and just like journal and write out kind of what I, where I'm on track, where I'm not, where I want to go, all of that kind of stuff. And it's so important to just kind of take that time for yourself. So again, I love that you've incorporated so many elements of that in the planner itself. And so I know you'd mentioned the community that you're forming. So tell me kind of what your, what your long-term vision is for this journey that you're taking us on. So the long-term, well, the entire purpose of the planner is to help women cultivate and, and really find their voice as leaders within their gifting, because mm-hmm. we all have gifts, right? Like I can't do what Kara does the way Kara does it. And Kara can't do what I do the way I do it because she's been tasked or gifted with certain things that no one else on the planet has or will have because she has a very specific assignment, right? Like Mm -hmm. you doing what you're doing right now, no one can do like you, but we're not trained in that way, right? Like we Mm -hmm. we're told to go to school, go to college, do this, that, and the other. And, and we're all kind of, you become like a robot. Oh, it's like, go get a job, do this. But the thing is, Though, yes, the, a lot of those things are, you do have to be educated. You do have to understand how the world works. But a lot of it is just a way to keep you so numb that you're just not aware that you're unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. When you begin to wake up and you're like, gosh, what this nine to, I'm going to work, I'm home and that's it. Every single day, it's the same exact thing. Because in your board or you're, you're frustrated, you turn to so many different things for entertainment. It's because you're not doing what you were built to do. Right. And what I want people, what people and women to understand is that we are all leaders in different spheres. So the, the trajectory of the planner, it's a, it's, it's a cyclical five-year trajectory. So every fifth year, surprise, no one knows, but you now care and the listeners, it's really about <laughs> leadership. And the last theme will be, will be leadership because you really change every, you know, your focus changes about every five years because your age, your life um, takes mm-hmm. on different, different facets. So In the course of that, with the community, I do want to be able to build a space, whether it's a conference or an annual or semi-annual event where they're able to come together, get the information and really make it applicable to their lives. I've been to so many conferences because I've been so much or I'll speak or whatever have you. And no offense, but it's just the same old, same old. What's rah, rah, shish, kumbam and go on about your life and your life hasn't changed at all. But because Mm -hmm. I have obviously now the event background, the teaching background, the ability to be able to convey messages in a certain way and build an experience. I really see this becoming a situation where all of those things that, like we said before, you don't know why you're doing them until the very, until much, much later, those three things, I want to combine them to create an experience for, for people to come and really get the information they need about what it, what it, what is purpose? How do I actually move forward and planning it? That's the thing. Like God gave you the tools. Unlike any other thing on this planet and animals don't plan anything. It's only us. You create, as you were saying, what your reality is through your actions, mm-hmm. through the words that you speak, through your mindset. So really creating a shift in that so that people are understanding what it means to be aligned. 
with God and what he has for you. So that is eventually where I see it going. And I'm super excited about it. So I'm projecting maybe even sooner. I'm thinking you're five creating an experience. So that's something that's in the, not the back of my mind, but the middle of my mind. Yeah. Well, I have goosebumps with you saying that. So I think that means you're you're certainly on the right track. And I look forward to continuing to watch you in this journey. And one, I guess, last question would be, what if you could speak if for somebody that does feel like they don't necessarily know what their gifts are, or they are thinking of an idea, but they're not sure how to get started. I mean, what would be your piece of advice or what would be your message to someone in that space? That's a very good question. So I think there are a few different answers that I would give if Mm -hmm. someone came to me in that space. I think the first, so if you have an idea and you have a very strong conviction about it and you may not have all the resources or you just may not know where to start, I always say, just, just start as if you had everything you needed, because that's Mm. what I did. I didn't have all of the funding for this. I didn't have the designers. I didn't have all of these things that have made this what it is, but I just pretended I did. Mm. (laughs) And that to me is a step of faith. When you move you will begin to see that God will open up different paths for you, but you can't sit there and say, I need everything before I start. You'll never get started because you'll never have everything that Mm -hmm. you need. So that's my answer for someone who knows for a fact that this is what I should be doing. I just don't know how I would say. And you know, sometimes it's as simple as Google. I Mm -hmm. think sometimes people, we stifle ourselves, but honestly, the the gatekeepers have been removed with Google. With Google, (laughs) with Instagram, you literally have access to all the information you need at your fingertips. So you have to that and you ask, but oftentimes it's you finding your way through doing that, I had to Google what printers, what kind of paper I wanted to use, what kind of backing, all of those things I had to do on my own. It was free and I needed to be well-versed in it. So when I went to go, when I did have the opportunity to speak with people and to create, I knew what I was talking about. That's the first thing. You have to be very well as educated as best you can in whatever sector sphere that you want to embark upon. That doesn't cost anything. That's just elbow grease. Yeah. That's the first thing. If you're not sure And I'm someone who had like a million ideas, right? But you just don't, you're like, I just don't know how to go about it. The very best thing you can do to save yourself, in my opinion, a lot of rigmarole or back and forth is to really, you, this is when you listen. This is when you become prayerful. This is when you, you, you really sit down and assess what do you, what would you do for free? What do you love? And sometimes it's as simple as someone saying, I love helping people. And then you start jotting down ideas. I did this with a friend, with, um, my boyfriend actually, he was, he, he loves doing this particular thing and he didn't, he wasn't sure where to go with it. And sometimes it's as simple as, because God speaks in a myriad of ways. I mm-hmm. said, well, why don't you write down just ideas that come to you, things that you love to do, just write it down. And I think oftentimes we become so, this is also very important. You need to make sure you understand who your circle is mm-hmm. because everyone is not going to understand your vision. Everyone doesn't get that we're purposed. And so you can't tell everyone. Let's, let's start there. You need to be purposeful about who you share your ideas with. So true. A hundred percent. So yeah. but once you have someone who you know you can share, they share your ideas, your visions with, and they encourage you as opposed to speak negatively, then share. It doesn't need to be a million people, just one person. And he shared them with me. And I'm like, okay, 
well, let's just think them through. Sometimes it's as simple as just thinking it through. What can you do now? What can you do later? And, and what, what you find enjoyment or excitement about? Because sometimes someone else's vantage point illuminates something for you in a way that you didn't see. So he, he came, it came down to him for maybe two or three ideas. And one just wasn't feasible now. And I said, well, why don't you think about it this way? You could definitely do this. And it was actually connected to something I was doing. Like when you begin to share, you'll see the connections and you'll see that it's not as daunting as you thought it was. And he was, he got so excited about it. And I said, you know, that's awesome. Pray about it and see. And the confirmation for him kept happening in things that he was seeing online or trends that he was noticing in the media. And he's embarking, embarking upon it and, and boom, he's like, he's rolling. And it's not necessarily like, like I said, like you're locking yourself in a room for 20 hours and you're like, God, speak to me. Tell me what this is. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes when you move, he moves with you. Right. And it's you using the mind that he gave you. You are a creator. It says that we're made in his image. You have the ability to create. You're, it, it's not about drawing or painting or any of that. Business is creation. Services sure. are creation. Being able to help your fellow man, that's a creation. So it's, it's really about, sometimes it's just about sitting down and thinking (laughs) like, and I know it sounds so basic, but that's it. Pray, ask, and then think and write it down and then move. It it really doesn't need to be something spooky or like scary or dreams that you had in the night, but sometimes it is, you know, I'm not here to knock that either, but for most of us, that's not it. (laughs) So I didn't want to make it some ethereal thing. Like it's really a a basic thing. No. And I think that sometimes people will think, well, they'll look at the goals or they'll write down their goals, but then they won't take action on them. And at the end of the day, like we are spiritual beings having a human experience, but we still, we are part of physical form. Like that's how we have to create. So when you were saying you have to move, you have to Google like things that if you, like when you started your planner, like Googling types of paper, Googling designers, how do you educate yourself? So there's definitely power and writing things down and creating the vision, but then you have to take action on the vision, right? You can't just kind of live in a vacuum and expect things to just magically come to you. I mean, sometimes they might, sometimes you might have inspired ideas, but then you have to move with those Mm -hmm. because also I think it's somewhat of a test, right? To Mm -hmm. see how serious we are, because sometimes we may even have people mirror back negativity and the conviction that we have to move past that or break through that barrier is part of the journey too, because it shows just how committed you are to the thing that you want to create. So well said. I mean, you couldn't, I couldn't have said it better myself. You are absolutely correct. The fortitude because nothing comes easy. So you Mm -hmm. have to be willing to put your nose to the grind and go through the perceived fire in order to, to get the diamond on the other end. Oh, and that's right. Yeah. For those who like, you may not even have the idea. You may just be sitting there listening and thinking, yeah, this, this, what I'm doing right now, I don't feel fulfilled. I don't know what to do. I would say one, another awesome person, he's deceased now, but doc, I don't know if you're familiar. His name is Dr. Miles Monroe. No, no, I don't. His teachings are amazing. He has a whole series on leadership and it's, it's on YouTube. You can literally Google it and you'll find it. Oh, okay. I love it. I think it's a four or five part series, they're long. They are very, it's about an hour and some change. And you know, that's another thing. Some people feel information is out there, but sometimes we're so hell bent on getting the quick snapshot Mm -hmm. (laughs) that we don't stay for the whole thing. And that's something that we've been trained to kind of be like Mm -hmm. in the past, I would say 20 years, but you know, the good things don't, they never come fast. 
they're not microwavable. They're always cooked on the, st- on the oven. So it's long, but it's worth it. If you listen to it, your life can't be the same. And that was another thing that kind of just changed my view of business and understanding action and moving forward. I would say if you could get your hands on that or listen, he's got some, he's got about 40 or 50 books. I love them all. Oh I my gosh, I definitely am. am. Oh yeah, yeah, check him out. Check him out. It is faith-based, but he has done a lot. Like he works with he worked with governments and really understanding how to create leaders and being catalysts for change is awesome. So I would say definitely if you want to start there, sometimes it's as simple as going to YouTube and listening to Dr. Miles Monroe. It'll help <laughs> it'll help renew your focus a little bit and shift your mindset. So he's he's he, his teachings were amazing. There you go. Well, I love that. Yeah. And we'll put that in the show notes too, so people can can find those. And and I think sometimes too, like I actually do think that it can come with grace and ease and it can flow easily, but it doesn't mean you're not doing the work, right? Because it just means that the work feels more fulfilling. Like it feels easier because you're in alignment with who you're meant to be. So tell me, how did you end up getting featured in Vanity Fair UK? That is so amazing. Thank you. So just some backstory. When I launched in 2019, I literally was vending uh, every single weekend, three or four, sometimes even five events. And I was so exhausted. And I did that from July all the way up until like January 15th of 2020. So I've been doing it for like six months and I was just so worn out talking constantly, like going to these different events, setting up, breaking down. And I couldn't, I just knew that moving forward for the next launch, I couldn't sustain myself in that way. I just, it it just wasn't going to work. So in the process of production, I pray over my business every day. And I said, you know what, God, like I've done all the groundwork I could. I I got out there. It was boots on the ground, but I need you to open doors in a way for me that I can't even open. Like, I don't want to force it. Whatever you want me to do, I want you to give me the right publicity, give me the right features. And literally they reached out to me. They emailed me. And so initially when you read it, you're like, is this, this is real. (laughs) So I I emailed them back and I'm like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. I saw that you emailed me about being a she featured in the, um, the Vanity Fair UK section or gift section. And they were like, yeah, I'm like, well, how did you find me? They said Instagram. And I was so blown away because, you know, I don't have 30,000 followers, a million followers. I I'm grateful for that 1700 that I have. And it's growing every day. And I'm so thankful even for that. So I was just like, wow, God moves in such mysterious ways. Like who would have thought? Uh, So amazing. Yeah. So, and I think what's really crazy about that too, is that it just shows you that you don't all the planning in the world and you could never have necessarily thought of or dreamed of that that would necessarily come to you. Right. So it's just when you can put yourself in a place of trust that you are one of my prayers is that I am guided every day to my, on my highest path to do my highest good in the world. And so, and I trust that I'll just naturally be guided to the right people, places, opportunities that are going to serve that higher good. And when you can kind of lead in that place of trust and really truly trust, (laughs) then doors open that you never thought possible. And I think that's just a beautiful example of that. Thank you. And may I add one more thing, Kara? Sure. I also, this is very important to me because I think that we, if we're going to be honest, we've got to be honest here. Sure. We act, you, you and I are, we're actors, but you know, we also act in excellence. That is something that's very important to me. If you're not going to do it well, I always say, don't do it at all. If Mm. my social media had been sloppy or, or not up to par, and if I had not invested in making sure 
that whatever I was doing, no matter how large or small scale was not excellent, I highly doubt that they would have reached out. So you have to be prepared for the opportunity you're asking for. And that's mm-hmm. another thing I see a lot of business owners who may just be starting out may not be thinking about because you're in such a rush to get it, whatever it is out into the world that you don't focus on the quality. When mm-hmm. God gives you something to do, you do it in excellence. And it may take you a little bit longer to do. It may cost you a little more, but it will be worth it. So that's another thing I think is so important. People think I have a team. I don't, (laughs) but I just make sure that if it's going to cost me more, I just, I spend the money. I take the time. I make sure that I'm being very intentional about the content that I'm putting out, uh, whether it's on the, um, on the website or it's via social media. It's so, so important. Even when you're speaking with people, you are a constant representation of your business. So Mm -hmm. make sure that you are constantly excellent. And I can say that for Kara every single time, every time I talk to her on the phone, it's the same tone, the same energy, the same excitement. You know, I've never seen Kara have a bad day, <laughs> you know, even on Facebook. So, you know, being, being aware of that, but you know, you can't operate in excellence if you're not, if you yourself are, if you're all over the place and you're not aligned, it's not possible. So that's another thing I would say. Being out there to be out there is not the move. You want mm. to make sure that you are being as crisp and pristine and as excellent as you possibly can in every fashion. No, I think that's, uh, that's so true. And it's, it's about, also, like people can feel your authenticity too. They can feel if you are being genuine and intentional in what you're trying to create. And I think that that's, that's a part of that. You have to act in excellence and be authentic. Like if you've got a big team, they need to know your voice. <laughs> they need to know who you are because your brand is an expression of you. And that's a great point to make. And thank you so much. I do have bad days, but <laughs> I try to overall. <laughs> I think the <laughs> press forward, right? Like if I have a bad day, like then you have to figure out how quickly you can bounce back to get back on track. And I think that's a that's part of it. <laughs> I've just loved this conversation so much. And I thank you so, so much for being here. And I know our listeners are going to get so much from this as well. So, so tell us though, how can we get our 2021 planners? So how do we find you? What are ways to connect with you for those that want more? Yes. If you want to connect with me, you can go to... You, well, you can follow me on Instagram at Planner. That's the official Instagram page. If you want to purchase your planner, you can go to www.airvistaplanner.com. Um, I answer DMs when it comes to Instagram. I answer emails. So if you want to shoot me an email, you have questions, you can send me an email at hello, H-E-L-L-O at airvistaplanner.com. And airvista is A-R-R-I-V-I-S-T-A, planner, common spelling. So those are the ways that you can see what's going on, see how I'm doing. If you, I love to tell jokes and play games. So if you wanted to see me personally, you can check me out at Jet Set Gigi um, on Instagram. <laughs> oh, I, I love it. that. Yes, I love to, to joke and play, so... Awesome. Well, um, well, thank you again, Grace. Like I said, it's been, we've known each other for quite a long time. And so it's just awesome to be now connected in this new way and love seeing you flourish and your growth and we'll continue to follow you. And I know our listeners are going to get a ton of value from uh, what you've shared today. So again, thank you so much for taking this time. No worries. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it so much and I'm so happy for you. I can't wait to see how the podcast blossoms. I'm Kara and you've been listening to Soul Inspiring Business. If you found this helpful, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And if you feel so bold, share with others as well. Thanks again for listening. 
I look forward to growing.